Okay, go ahead and mute yourself. We're on? Yep. Well, hello, everybody. Wednesday night. Non-duality session number zero. Uh, is anybody new here? Hasn't been um, here before. My friend Nick. <laughs> oh, Nick hasn't been here before. Nick, let me warn you. You can leave now. Oh, Chad. Chad also. Nice to meet you, Chad. Yeah. Well, hello, everyone. It's nice to see some of uh, Rachel and Mary, Gary, Keith. How you doing, Keith? All right. Keith, good. Yeah, good. Uh, Deborah's got... new. Deborah's new. Oh, Deborah Martin. Oh, Deborah M. Nice to meet you, Deborah. Nice to meet you too. Uh, let's just start then. And well, Deborah, you've been introduced to this idea of non-duality, yes? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I've been watching videos for quite a while, but I just uh, learned about you just on the Nothing Media this week. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, were you at that one we had Tuesday? I wasn't at it, but I watched the replay that afternoon and, and uh, yeah, I decided I'd check out your website and come to your meeting tonight. Well, here you are. Well, uh, I forgot about that meeting. <laughs> I became, someone made me aware of it at 9.01 or something. Well, uh, the point is with this message, you don't really have to prepare which is nice. And uh, you just show up and, and see what comes out. But let's just look at the, you've heard it, the definition of non-duality is non means not and duality is two. So if there wasn't something called, uh, well, let's, let's just call it duality. If there wasn't this override or, or uh, an overlaying of duality, uh, they wouldn't have had any any message really, but they could have had the one, yeah, the one or the no way. But in fact, because of the dominance and who's in or what is engaged in the duality, which is what you would call the one, so you need to actually talk to the one. I don't like the term one about the two. You don't need to talk to the two about the one. I mean. You've seen that doesn't work, yes? I hope so. Because a lot of times you walk into a place where they say what we're going to speak about for the next hour is indescribable, incomprehensible, but let me describe it. All you are is consciousness and da-da-da-da-da. And it doesn't really go. I don't feel it doesn't really work. So because basically... The premise of non-duality is you are what you're looking for, yeah? As like, like right now, not after you go through some spiritual car washes and get some requirements met and purify and then keep as clean as you possibly can and then you are what you're looking for. No, there's nothing that has to occur or not occur because that's a fact. See, it's not something that it needs to be produced or it isn't something that needs to be reproduced because 
It's been unproduced. It's a fact. That's the point. Yeah. The fact is, uh, there is no duality. There's an appearance of duality, but that's what it is. And the appearance of duality isn't coming from a duality. It's appearing in us in a dualistic manner. Yeah. So there's no duality that's appearing. It's a way we read appearances. We read it through like bifocals, so to speak. And therefore, they give it the term duality, which is rooted in a subject-objectness, which would be dualism in a sense, yes? So this is the disturbing or the unclarifying, or let's say it's the ladle that's, that's stirring the soup and causing it to be disturbed. You can't use the ladle that's disturbing the soup to, to undisturb the soup, yeah? It's just, it's just obvious, really. So, and in this case, you can't use yourself to find yourself because, <laughs> because you are. You can't get around the fact that you are that. It doesn't matter what you think or how you feel or how you're pictured in your memory banks. You are of nothing, let's say, yeah? And the mental state is premised on the fact that you're a thing. Yeah? So, basically, to to uh, have the system that holds you as a thing go to a meeting about no-thingness is just going to be more confusing because the thing is going to hear it's not a thing and then it can go to absurd lengths to be a non-self as a self. Yeah, it just can't because the program doesn't have this uh, back door. It doesn't, it doesn't leave the programming. Yeah. The system can't jettison out of the system. <laughs> that would be the system. So we run into it in recovery and we call it self, can't get out of self. And the idea of self is not, well, the way I feel about it, it's not what people use the term of ego. It's not that. Yeah, because listen to how people share about the ego. They say, I have an ego. And I want to lose an ego. Who is that that has one and wants to lose one? That to me is the sense of self. Yeah, the sense of self is sort of a an ownership, an assumed ownership of shit you have nothing to do with, basically. Yeah. So it constantly keeps referring back to the doer every time it claims doing. So the mental state arises. You see it, I hope. Yeah, the mental state arises. And in time, it arises after what we are, yeah? So there's an onness right now, and then the onness uh, has a demonstration through five sense gates. So there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then they, in Buddhism, they call noticing thoughts as a sixth sense, yeah? So whatever this is, is coming through, and engaging in a, in a dream that it's having in a way, yeah? So it's seeing appearances, and so when it sees something, or there's a seeing of something, the mental state claims that seeing to imply there's a seer, yeah? And then suddenly, the seeing, the seer's presupposed in front of the seeing, yeah? So now there's a remembering of the seer every time they're seeing and not a sense of seeing while they're seeing, yeah? So now there's a remembering of a seer 
and it overrides the sense of seeing, which is the sense of being on, yeah? It's the onness, the I am, whatever you want to call it. The mental state wants you to feel as I was, I will be, therefore I am. It doesn't, it doesn't, it uses the past tense and the future tense to imply a present tense, yeah? It, because there is no self, so it has to come up with a story of it by there was a self, definitely. I have tons of pictures of myself since I've been three years old, and why would I be worrying about an imaginary person so there's going to be a self for sure, and therefore the logic is I am a self, yeah? It doesn't come up out of I am that I am, it's I am that I was and I am that I will be. <laughs> It's not the I am that I am that they, in the Bible, they, they describe God as, you know, I am that I am. No, I, the mental you is I, I am that I was, I am that I will be. <laughs> so obviously it's manufactured. And to manufacture something that doesn't seem to be there and then appears to be there, it takes time, yes? It doesn't, so time... The whole mental state is of time. Yeah? It's, a, it's a bunch of processes, and a process obviously of, is of time, and we're not of time. Yeah? We are of a different nature that's not of time. So, so that's why when, let's, if you want to call it consciousness, when consciousness is greeting things in this experience, it's never really sweating it out when it's seeing. Yeah? Seeing doesn't look like you're efforting. I don't sign up for a month long of seeing classes. There's just seeing. Yeah? It doesn't demonstrate any thought or effort. Hearing doesn't demonstrate any thought or effort. The hearing may not be working based on the ear, not what's hearing. Yeah? So you may have trouble hearing, but it isn't, <laughs> it isn't because you're having trouble with what's hearing. You're having trouble with what it's hearing through, yeah, which is the ear, so to speak, or the eyes, yeah. So, so there's this seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The mental state arises and claims it, that's all, yeah. So it becomes conscious, not through its own ability, but through a, a, a borrowed ability, like it's, it's going along with the ride, and then it becomes it becomes aware of things that we're aware of, and then it claims them to imply there's a someone, yeah. And if it isn't you, and if it isn't them, it's God or something is doing everything. And this is what confuses a lot of people. They can't believe there can be an action without an actor. They just can't. They don't get it. How can there be an action without someone doing it? Well, you know there is. <laughs> <laughs> because the action shows up before you show up. You come after the action is claimed. <laughs> now, when you come up, it says that you've been a historical actor. So you don't see the newness of the claiming because part of the claiming is it claims it's been a historical figure all along. So once, you, once it claims the seeing right now, it says you've been in the seer of everything you've ever seen. Yeah? So basically, and you be, we believe it. We just believe that assumption. Or something does. And then we're off. We're off living a life as, as it implies to me. Yeah? And, uh, 
and we run into the difficulties that affords and we get irritable, restless and discontent. And then there's a demand to try to get some relief, but that doubles down on the system because we try to get relief from the system as the system, which just reinforces the system. And actually it loves you to want to get out of it because that's the bigger in. Yeah. Because self gets emphasized as Paul. You don't see it as self and you see it as Paul. And then it makes total sense for Paul to try to get out of self. I mean, I've been doing it since I was six years old. I've been trying to get out of me for a long, long time. (laughs) And because of the self-centeredness, the system, you can't escape from what you're not in, but the system just just piled on me, blaming me for all the failures of escaping self. Yeah. So I should have done more retreats, kissed the guru's feet longer, gave in more donations, which could be helpful tonight, and stuff like that. And therefore, I would be further along. But it doesn't work that way. Because the fundamental conundrum is you're identified as something that you're not. Or there, it's not you. There's an identification as something that you're not. Yeah? And even when you're presented with it, you believe it's you that's identified as something else. It's, there's no you. There's an identification with something else. Yes? Most of us, that's happening without us knowing it. Yeah? So what occurs is we start from that premise, and the premise never really gets questioned. So we try to get out of what's uncomfortable, just like you would get out of a room if it was too hot, and you would succeed because you're not the room. Yeah. So you could leave the room and get relief from the room, but in this case, <laughs> you're what you are assuming to be something else. And that something else, as that something else, it wants to escape another something else. Yet it can't, yes? Because... Wherever it shows up, self is there. Just like we say, you hear, you know, there's a great party on Friday night. You get there, it sucks. And you wonder why every party you hear is so great. As soon as you arrive, it sucks. Yeah, because you have a huge role in everything here. Because we are reality lending ourselves to things through identification as a thing. Yeah? So... This is the point of the talks, really. Isn't, isn't to sort of, you know, market the idea of, of be, becoming awake. We are awake, yeah? We are awake. That's a fact. Now, we can seem not to be awake. It can appear to us we're not awake. But it doesn't change the fact that we're awake. Or it can appear to us that we are awake, Yeah? One promotes a traveling lighter, the other one promotes a traveling heavy, yeah? But the fact is the same, yeah? The fact doesn't change. You do not become awake. You do not wake up, yeah? You wake up to the the idea that you weren't awake. That's what you wake up to. You wake up to, wait a minute, I've been entertaining this crazy fucking idea that I can be out of a moment. And then I'm working hard to get into the moment, always living in the fear that suddenly I could be catapulted out of the moment if I do anything wrong or not meditate or shit like that. It's not that way, I feel. Yeah. 
Either you're it or you're not it. Yeah? And the premise of non-duality is you're it. Now, if you don't believe that, then go to another store, really. Yeah? And you'll be, you know, after those other stores serve you by failing you, you may end up back at the spiritual shoe store, which, you know, we, uh, we only have is slippers, you know. You just wear some slippers, you're chilled out, you're, <laughs> you're not spending any time looking for what can't be found, you're not trying to become what you already are. Everything just becomes clear, the simple facts of really what's going on. I don't mean super exalted states, they can come and go. I mean dog shit awareness. You're just awake to the fact that you're awake. Yes? Now, what you are is awake, but what you're not, and it's an appearance that's going on, is now awake to the fact. Yeah? It's awake to the fact that it's awake. It's, Paul is not awake, but what it is, is awake. So now, while Paul is acting, doing his whole little routine, there's an awakeness around it, where before, the best that system could do would be looking to become awake. Yeah, now it's just a basic fact. I can't get away from being awake. Yeah, and so the absurd idea that I could be out of a moment gets dismissed completely. So you're not looking to get into the moment. It saves you a lot of buying of books of how to get into the moment because you can't be out of the moment. Yeah, and then, and also, you don't have to plan another way to get out of self because you can't be in self. Yeah, it's so beautiful because it's a very disarming message, yeah? And then what happens is it disarms you, and then you see all your drives to know and understand and get and grasp and figure it out and experience it, and you're left with your own devices, and they, you see they're not your devices, yes? They're not your devices. Yeah. And then... You know, when Paul was Paul, it was a lot of fucking drama, maybe with about CNN news flashes, mostly time, but like afternoon soap operas with a couple of CNN news flashes. But now it's just comedic, yeah? The same shows, the same shows are just comedic because you're in on the joke, really. Now, instead of being the butt of the joke, you're in on the joke. But it's a joke, I'm telling you. So, yeah. Uh, so, really, the whole point is, instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, you're going to look at what you're not from what you are. Yeah? It's, it's happening at the same time the same event has been given a lot of different meanings, yeah? For most of us, the event is, you're, this is your starting point, what you're not, and now you're looking for a conceptual idea of what you are, yeah? But you're looking, you're looking for what you are with what you are as what you're not, yeah? So this is just, maybe there's another way of reading this little event, which is, all right, I'm basically looking at what I'm not, using what I am to look for what I am, as what I am. <laughs>
Does that mean it stops? No, it doesn't. It keeps looking for what it stops. The object of what it's looking for stops. It doesn't. St it's it's now looking for pants and coffee and maybe a good coconut bliss ice cream, and these things can be found. Yeah, it they can, but it stops looking for what it is. <laughs> it just does. I mean, my spiritual life just dried up. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. That's why I almost feel fraudulent because I have absolutely no aspiration to uh, reach higher ground. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any stock in transcendence. I think the real liberation is from the need to be liberated. I do. Yeah, I do. I feel the spiritual pursuit is one of the heaviest yokes that we put on, Willie. Yeah. And it doesn't deliver the goods. It tells you it may take lifetimes. At least when I shot Coke, I felt the results in like 30 seconds. Now they're telling you keep coming back, year, two-year retreats and shit. Give me a break. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So that's about it. Anyone, we'll, we'll open up the squares. Okay, and I wanted to say hi to Judith. She didn't, she didn't wash away in the floods in Hawaii. Oh, Judith, we were concerned about you. She hasn't been here for a week. I'm so happy. I don't see her, though, but where Thank is she? Thank you so much. Yeah, I did not wash away. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, but I did hear both of your uh, YouTubes. Oh, great. Um, I sent you an email. Oh, Paul, it was amazing when you said you can't miss everywhere. It hit me so severely. I kept hearing your word over and over. You can't miss everywhere. And I started to see through things. I started to see through every little thing, seeing that, seeing everywhere and that I was everywhere. It was just so beautiful. And another thing that you said that was just so fantastic is that, yes, the mental state is powerful, but what you are trumps. And the mental state is nothing compared to what you are. Yes. Just beautiful. And you're, you're just amazing. You. I can say I got it because I no longer am pursuing any spiritual. I, the dogs have been called off the search. And, and that's because I've been listening to you. You have done me such a great favor. Of course, I'm prior to you. You are me. It, it's, it's the whole thing just makes sense, Paul. But it took listening to, to, to Paul. Who would have thought that this man that I couldn't understand at all, I couldn't understand what you were saying, would just grab me by the heart and keep me there. Thank you so much. I know that all of these, all of these people, they, they, are, they are up for a fantastic treat. Because life makes sense, finally. Oh, good. Yes. Thank you 
so much. Thank you, Julie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, <laughs> of course you have to uh, do us a favor of being in this dream. Of course you would, because, because of the addiction <laughs> to self, but self can't get out of self. How beautiful. Yes. You're well, so remember Judith, though, too, uh, you don't want to listen to Paul too much, but oh, Paul. Can Paul. Come through is, what can come through is, uh, yeah, but what comes yeah. through is beautiful. And I totally understand what you're saying. You don't want to listen to Paul. That's right. I'm not listening to Paul. Great. I'm listening to what's coming through. That's all you have to give, Paul. Yes. That's, That's great. Yes. I love you for it. Thank you. Thank you, Judith. Very, very nice. I'm very happy that you, you've uh, resurfaced. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm always going to be here. That's for sure. Whether yeah. I need you or not, I'm going to be here because <laughs> I just love being part of this group. Oh, great. So great. much. Yes. Good to see you, Judith. That's um, an unusual string of words that we don't hear is self can't get out of self. How beautiful. Oh, no. <laughs> it landed. It land. <laughs> self can get out of self. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Every word that you say is so perfect. It's so liberating. Well, we shouldn't end on that note. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other hands. Anybody want to raise their hand? Yeah, I do. I don't know how. Oh, Nick. That's my friend Nick in Livermore. Oh. Another Livermore on. Thank you. <laughs> Indeed. Um, speak up a little bit. I'm not hearing yeah. you. Okay. Um, I, I'm just curious how the attachment to free will relates hey. to your uh, approach. And uh, that's certainly a philosophy that I've um, that I have adopted, but I don't necessarily live by. And I'm curious whether that might help me to find a way in. What about free will? Yeah, the the attachment to free will, the idea that we do have free will, which I don't believe we do. And I think that if we take yeah. the first step, that might allow us to enter um, yeah. You know, yeah. the dimension that you're talking about. All right. So then, so the feeling that, when, especially the language, the language is a, you know, a subjective language used by objects, yes? So you've got to see. But the feeling of uh, that it's you that believes in free will, that's not true. The system believes in free will, yeah? So as a great master, I don't know if you've ever heard of Ramana Maharshi. When I was over there at 2000 or something, they always have all these little pamphlets and shit, little booklets. So I had one called... Uh, I don't know what it was, but we've used it here where one of the questions is, is this. This comes up quite a lot. Is there free will and or predetermination, predestination? So he says, his answer was so beautiful. He says, if there's a sense of individuality, there will be a sense of free will. Yeah. So what we're doing here, we're not concerned with the free will or the predestination we're concerned with the manufacture of that sense of individuality. Yeah? Yeah. Because I know 
You could send an action figure, let's say this sense of individuality, for a week-long retreat on uh, no free will or whatever, and it may intellectually get it, but when it goes to Starbucks and it's confronted with those 40 choices, and it thought it was going to get a mocha, but it goes with a soy latte, it immediately it has the assumption it has free will, because the programming is that it has free will. So it's so beautiful that Rama says, the sense of free will comes from the sense of individuality. Yeah, that's what's questioned in non-duality, is the sense of individuality. So it's almost as if, let's say there's the dreaming, and then there's the dreamt. Let's picture the dreamt as us, the bodies that can be perceived, yes? So the dreamt tries to learn about the dreaming. It's severely limited of its understanding because it's coming from the dreamt, yes? The more, more clearer way would be to talk to the dreaming about the dreamt, not the dreamt about the dreaming, yeah? So let's talk about the individual, not, the, not uh, how the free will pertains to the individual, but to the individual, yeah? And Ramana continued and he says, the real value of these questions is basically to use, well, who is it that has those questions? Yeah, that's the real value of these debates about free will and predetermination or whatever, is to ask who the hell has that? Yeah, who the hell has the feeling of that stuff? That will have more value than having the knowledge of what free will or predetermination is going on, yes? Because if the individuality is still happening and, and is, see, in the pursuit of knowledge is a way of hiding. It's sort of like Dracula going out on vampire hunts, yeah? So Dracula goes to the thing about, do, does the Dracula, do the vampires bite the left side of the neck or the right side of the neck? Is it, could there be a choice or is it predetermined, yeah? Yeah, and all the while he goes to each meeting and goes and debates and everything, to hide that he's fucking Dracula, yeah? So the whole point is let's go to that sense of individuality, yeah? And just check that out. And then see if the, the importance of free will and predestination is that important. Yeah? Yeah. So that's the point of these talks. These, the, the talks are... Uh, specifically pointed at that imagined owner, that possessor, that sense of being the doer when an action gets noticed, yeah? The sense of being the seer when seeing is noticed. The sense of being the hearer when hearing is noticed. That, that to me is the bondage of self. It's an activity and we're bound to it unbeknownst to us, yeah, through identification. It's not us, it's the it's uh, there's just a binding to this idea. There's no one that's bound to it. <laughs> that one comes after the binding to the idea. Yeah, the feeling of the one comes after the binding of the idea, and then now you feel like it's you that's bonded to self. There isn't any you. There's just this idea of bondage to self. Yeah. Uh, it's tricky. Uh, is it okay for me to talk? 
Yeah. Uh, it, it, one of the most profound um, visceral experiences I had was a real sense of making up the story after my actions happened. I could, for a, a brief minute, I was able to live as, in this experience where I could see that I was making up a story to justify or to tell um, what my actions had already done. Yes. Does that, does that resonate? Yes. The great statement of Ramana, in a way, about this topic is there's a presupposing of something. Yeah. So there's a pre. So pre means before. Yeah. So when you suppose something, could you imagine if you assume something, that assumption would be placed before everything else? That's an incredible move. Yeah. It's the magic trick that's, that needs time to do its little maneuver. So here you go. There's a presupposing of a non-existent thing. What is being presupposed? That the non-existent thing is existing and it's you. Yeah? So now you're located as a body. So the presupposing of this non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Yes? All right, if that's the, the case, he says, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah? So if you heard the second sentence by itself, it would get a lot of people pissed off. But it's very clear based on the prior sentence. Because he's saying there's an activity going on of an identification as something that we're not, and then trying to find salvation as that which we're not. Therefore, because it's not us, any attempt to further its end is reinforcing the imagined person, even spirituality. How can the spirituality destroy it? And, as, and especially, how can you destroy a non-existent thing? It doesn't exist. <laughs> so you can't destroy it to begin with. Yeah, so uh, it's a conundrum that I, I believe and feel very, very deeply that if you don't see this, you're going to look from it. If you don't see this activity, first that us, first the statement and then what happens after it, if you don't see it, you're going to be looking from it. Yeah, all your attempts to escape you will be reinforcing the you you'd want to escape from. This is the dilemma. This is just put out to see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, move on. If it fits, let it hit. Yeah? There's a great statement by a, a famous, to me, he's a famous Zen master, Hawang Po, an old Chinese Zen master. And this, it's a very simple statement. He says, whatever can be perceived, so I'm seeing Nick, the body of Nick, yes? right through this Zoom, you're seeing Paul, what's called Paul, yeah? So he says, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. Quite beautiful statement, because if you listen to one's narration in the head, it's completely based on the fact, the assumed fact, that what's perceiving is can be perceived. That Paul, as a body, is what's perceiving. Yet, in fact, Zed, this great Zen master said, what can be perceived cannot be perceived. Yeah? 
And then if you don't agree with that, go argue with Hoang Po. I'm just offering a little invitation. But basically, you just sit with it. See if it's, if it's you know, it's either going to sink or it's going to float one way or the other. Yeah. If you float, go to another meaning. If it sinks, yeah, you'll probably come back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, you're not trying to coax a woman with a six-month pregnancy to have the baby now. You just It's just an invitation. We're not trying to fucking birth an idea. We're sharing things that were helpful in the, in, when things were happening with me. When I heard these statements, they produced a pause with the sound of an avalanche. It was just, it was fucking earth shattering. You know, when I heard the statement, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use light to seek light. You can't use the mind to seek the mind was the happiest I ever was to admit my guilt. Yeah. <laughs> I was as far, that basically what's been happening since Paul, seemingly Paul, from six years old. I've been trying to use the Buddha to get out of the boot. I mean, I was trying to use self to get out of self. I was trying to use my inherent nation, nature, aka identified as Paul, to get out of Paul. This was the this was the dilemma, and non-duality was the bedrock of that pot, that recognizing all that shit. Yeah. Non-duality doesn't, I don't believe there's retreats about non-duality. I don't. I mean, I did a virtual retreat basically for money, probably. But, but basically, it's an invitation. It's not something we practice. Yeah? More is, isn't necessarily better. Yeah? It's just, if one statement soaks in, it's worth a thousand pages. Yeah? It really is. So, because, you know, a lot has been going on and you've been awake, no matter what you may think, you've been awake to shit. And if someone can put it in such a fashion that there can be a, a sudden understanding, the whole house of cards can be seen through. And they can be, they can be left standing. The house of cards doesn't have to collapse. You see it as a house of cards, though. Yes? And some of this stuff is like an ink tattoo. It doesn't come up for debate every, you know, every three years. You're thoroughly convinced. Yes? Of the other, the other clarity of what that, state, that statement implied. You're thoroughly convinced of it. Yeah? You're done, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. Thanks, Nick. Welcome. And if you don't like it, just complain to Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. I like that little slogan. If it fits, let it hit. Very short. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, you'll like this one too, probably. It was a reframing of the 
of the other classic um, instead of pass passeth, it's it's the peace that pauses understanding. Yes, yes, you could say that. Yes, it goes with the idea of the pause. Uh, anybody else want to raise their hands? Or, or just jump in like Nick did? I, I have a, I have a, a question. All right, yeah, we can hear you. Uh, okay, so like one of the one of the biggest things here that that I think uh, gets me is the, it's it's the. It, it's the concept that I think I saw it on a T-shirt. It said, uh, I, "I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you." And 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 uh, it, it, you know, this is this whole thing, and like even how you're speaking of it and how you do speak of it, it, it is like this big cosmic joke. But at, simultaneously, I, I it's like I want to learn how to ride the bike, but it, it's almost like. In this case, no one else can learn how to ride the bike for me, and and that that maybe maybe that's what I, I find myself to, to trying to search for someone else to do something for me that I that only I can do, or or that you know what I'm hearing you say is I can't even do that that, that I don't need to do because I can already ride the bike and I just think I can't. Well, you may be riding it right now. Yeah, and then you have an imaginary exercise bike <laughs> that you're thinking you're either going to get on or not, but we're all riding the bike right now. Yeah. That's why we can't get it. We are it, yeah. <laughs> this is the dilemma. I know for me, I swear, this hope really has a stubbornness I want to be there to experience my own absence, yeah? <laughs> That's a very stubborn hope that the mental state drives itself with, yeah? It goes to a lot of meetings, but it's still holding on the hope that it can. Be, it's going to get it. It's going to be there to get it. It's going to be there to experience it. But because it's of the nature of being it, It excludes all those other possibilities, like experiencing it, understanding it, knowing it. It, not as a torture or as a, a withholding. It's the fact that you're being it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. It's so, and we don't have the sense sometimes of the current of time. How. We're never really ever stopped. Yeah, we're moving. The mental state is always moving, moving, moving. And the agitation can't pick up. Yeah, this timeless sense. So it's it's the recognition of the futility of what we take ourselves to be that opens up the gates of the be the gateless gate. Yeah. It's you see it as open when when you've realized the futility of understanding, getting, experiencing, having, acquiring, abiding, stabilizing, all like that, yeah? Well, you, there's just a recognition 
of the futility of a search. And therefore, then, suddenly, something that was always available at all times suddenly is obvious, yeah? And, it, and then that whole movement may kick in again, as it does, but you've lost interest now in it so much. And so what it used to imply is that you left, you left that lovely space, and now you're there, you're not buying it anymore. There's an appearance of you going, but you don't go anywhere, yeah? Because there's been a recognition of the futility of the vehicle, so to speak, yeah. And, you know, I explain, but I don't give a shit after that, yeah. My jurisdiction's over, just, I just put it out there. I don't want to, I don't care if you understand or not. I love it when people have a sense of it, but this seat assignment is just to explain a little bit, with hopefully with a, a sense of spirit underlying it all, yeah, which is really the message. It's not the fucking explanation. It's something that's being triggered that's there and available already, yeah, yeah. But I, I, uh, I've learned not to have a dog in any kind of hunt when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many understandings have you met that didn't prove to be too useful? Yeah. The understanding that's truly useful is is directed by light, yeah, light. The vision f fulfills the view. The view doesn't lead to the vision. The vision fulfills the view, yeah. So you are like a natural resource of light, and then you hear the words of Ramana or Nizagadada Maharaj or whatever, whatever has triggered it with you, and then that word teases out the light, yeah? Th that word didn't bring the light in, it teased the light out. And now you light up what you, you know, you light up that lovely living statement that, let's say, Nizagadada uttered, or it was whatever, it wasn't Nizagadada, it came through him, and something came through Ramana, something came through the Course of Miracles, whatever. Yet, uh, Understanding, yeah. I know a lot of people who understand they're fucked and they're still fucked. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of understanding. I like when light is moving through it. Then it has traction. Then it has tread. Yeah, for day to day living. Yeah. Non duality is awesome. The idea of non duality is fucking awesome. Because it puts what you're not into a contrast. It's easy to see, really. When you've heard the understanding of non-duality, it sort of it illuminates what you're not, the activities of selfing. You can see them. They stand out, so to speak, yes? You can recognize the activities that imply a you. You'll recognize them. You'll see it.
Yeah. A lot of other messages don't because they comply with the system. They try to work in the parameters of the system that you're going to get it or, yeah, where non-duality is sort of like the desert tortoise that gets confronted by a fucking coyote. It just pulls all of its flesh in. The coyote tries to get to the meat, can't get anything out of it, and it walks away. That's non-duality to me. Yeah. Non-duality cannot be had by the mental state. It can't be gotten. It can't be understood. It can't be experienced. Yeah. But it's the most influential aspect of the whole shebang. Yeah. How how to get rid of the the greed then for for that for the knowledge or or for, for the, the just the, so you're not the, the one has. who has the greed, bro. Just maybe question that you're not the one who has the greed. The the importance of the greed is coming from it's you. Yeah. Let's let's see if it if it's you. Then there's just the greed. So what? Yeah. What gives it importance is it implies it's Chad, yeah? So now Chad wants, doesn't want to be that greedy or whatever. And then it gets, you get caught in the tumbleweaves of the mental state, yeah? You just get blown around. We're just wanting to look at who is it that has that feeling of greed or being, of being greedy. You're not that, yeah? That's the great news, yeah? Whatever was used to determine some kind of value or some weight or some debit of you, Chad, and then pictured as an as a image, as a body, isn't you. That's the great news. Yeah? Because it's the you that a lot of meaning is being given to greed through the you. Yeah? It's not the greed, it's the you. So I know there's a tofu pie in the refrigerator and probably my action figure could be called greedy because I'm hoping my girlfriend doesn't eat it while I'm wasting my time talking with you guys. Yeah, I should have hidden some of it in the closet. <laughs> but, oh, I'm so greedy. I just, I'm not that. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, uh, yeah, I'm happy to see you, Chad, and you're more than welcome, and we, uh, we value your uh, participation here, so if you find anything here, come back, please. Yeah? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we all, uh, I have confidence in the message. I have great confidence in it. You may not understand it, and that may seem like a drag. Later on, it will be seen as a boon, not understanding it. Because we're really not talking to Chad. We're trying to talk through Chad to what we are, yeah? So we're not trying to tell Chad, Hey, Chad, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. We're trying to tell the Buddha you can't use Buddha to seek the Buddha. <laughs> Buddha will understand that. Chad won't. <laughs> 
So Chad and Mary and Paul and Elliot aren't the target of the message. We're trying to get through Elliot, not to Elliot. We're trying to get through the confusing little uh, membrane of the mental state and get to what you are. Because I humbly, humbly know you're not a body. So, and I can't miss everywhere. So I just got to get around Elliot and I'll know I hit the target. So a lot of people always tell my friends, I don't understand a fucking word this guy says. And I said, well, because I'm not throwing the ball at them. I'm throwing it over their heads. There's a, there's a method to the madness. <laughs> yes. Nice. All right. Anyone else? No other hands right now. John did put in chat earlier his liking your quote, life makes, or maybe it was Judith's, like probably, life makes sense finally. Can I ask, can I ask a question? Yeah. 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 Hi, this is my first time here. So nice to meet you. It's good to be here. Um, I don't know if this is an appropriate question for, for, for you, but um, I get into, I run into trouble with people like, I feel like um, when people expect me to show up as a person, I feel like a person. Does that make sense? Yes, but we're questioning that I that feels like a person. That could be the I that's presented by the system. Right. Like, but like, but like basic like role responsiveness, you know, like someone expects you to, to show up as a mother and you show up as a mother. Someone shows, you know, like, or yeah. like other kinds of like positions of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, your seat assignment. Yeah. You see your seat assignment. Exactly. And 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 for me, I think, or I guess for this me mechanism, it's like, um, I get I, I I somehow lose my understanding immediately. If that makes sense. Well, again, that's that one that says they. He, he, lost the understanding isn't you right why don't you use what's happening in your life not so much to concentrate on the happening but on who it's happening to but yeah. i don't like what's i don't like what's happening <laughs> well then well there's a then you can ask okay who is that it doesn't mean you don't do anything about it it means right one that does anything about it but they'll be a doing it they'll be doing something about it yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, if you don't like it, see if you can change it. Right. And if you can't change it, then you got to fit yourself around it the best you can. Eh? Right. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is like, uh, you know, when in Rome, you got to do what like the Romans do, you know, render unto. Secret. So like, so like participate, but know that it's not that you're, it's not you participating. Like that this is not, is that, was that what you mean? Well, not as a certain mental trick, but you'll you'll grow into that. On the right. Yeah. But you'll participate and you'll realize it isn't you participating. Yes. Mm -hmm. But I don't. Yeah. After a time, you won't need to say it. That's just a fact. 
really. <laughs> see, the beautiful thing is, see, if something isn't so, you've got to yell a lot that it is so to make it seem to be so, yeah? But what when you on a fact, there's not much need. You don't need to reinforce it. It reinforces itself. It's true. That's the beauty of the message. Yeah. See, a lot of the day, we're making shit out of nothing. Yeah. We have a lot. Of, there's a lot of power in that, this experience. We can ruin today by thinking of next week. No other animal can do that. Like the, our puppy isn't fucking worrying about next week and ruining its night. It's chewing my girlfriend's shoe right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's very simple. So, but the men, we are, we're making shit out of nothing all day. Could you imagine that power if it was put onto a fact like non-duality, the power that it could produce? It's making shit out of nothing. Could you imagine actually putting it on in the greatest nothing? It would, what could happen? Yeah. Don't you see it? We have this power that we can make something seem so that ain't so all day. It's called dreaming. Yeah. Could, but could you imagine if that power was put on what is so? Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's power, man. Because there's a lot of work to make what's not happening seem to happen, but there's no work to allow what's happening to be happening. It's so beautiful, yeah? So all that intention and interest, see, my humble feeling of what people call presence is undirected interest and attention, yeah? In other words, it's not sent out on a, on the, you know, to reinforce the slavery to this idea of being you, yeah? So now it's just not, it's not following any mental orders. It's resting right where we are and you feel it. You sense what you are. Yeah. There's a sensing of this presence. Yeah. So can you imagine if that ability to fuck my day up today by thinking of next week, we're not doing the thinking, it's faith and thought. Yeah. If that faith was put in to that which uh, deserves faith, what a power, yeah. It would allow maybe in this life of Rachel an ability that seems to be unfounded in most of us right now, which is to be able to outshine circumstances and situations. Yeah, that's a that very... amazing. That sounds amazing. Well, it's a strong possibility. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. so, so, but can I ask a question, another question? Like, so then like, um, if I feel like I'm coming from the, the um, yeah place, the, the the contracted place, so that I'm I know that I'm in a contracted place, so I can't really see, right? Because you can't come from the contracted, you can't see your real self from from the contraction. But you don't see your real self. You are that. No. So in a way, yeah. Right. So no matter how you're feeling, it doesn't change. <laughs> Okay. So feelings are in facts, and they're not going to stand up to this fact unless there's an investment by your head to believe it, to believe in mm -hmm. these feelings. Yeah. 
Yeah. So this okay, is Okay, so so taking the root of feelings and thoughts is just not going to do it. Well, there's nothing to do. It's just that a, a lot of attention and interest may be drawn to those mental little shenanigans. And so you'll feel like you've forgotten something that can't be forgotten. But it, it's all it is is an undoing of a lot of false assumptions and letting blue appear as blue and red as red. It just becomes obvious after a while. There's nothing you're doing because you are it, yeah? So... All the doing that the mental state implies as a disqualifying to be what you are doesn't, that's not the law, yeah? That's manufactured in the mental judicial system, yeah? You, you're living a, a, a sentence because you've been convicted as a doer or a non-doer of something you thought you should have done. This is all bogus in a way. I'm not taking away the feeling of the reality of it when you're in it, but in fact, I'm not giving it a reality because it isn't so. Mm. Yeah? You are what you are no matter what you think or feel or do or don't do or like that. Yeah? We've laid, there's the, re, the mental state has implied it has a huge wealth of relevance it doesn't have. Yeah. What it makes time looking like it's changing and fucking things up. But, you know, it's going to be over in 90 years, 100 years, and it'll be like nothing ever fucking happened. So why not have a little of that now, that sense? Yeah. This isn't about you learning to be more of what you are. It's realizing you're not that you that believes it has to learn to be more about of what it is. You're not that. Yeah? So what occurs is the premise here is that you attracts a lot of interest, interest and attention because it's, it's presented as you. Yeah? When you lose interest in that you, that interest and attention goes other places. And I would say it enriches your day instead of enslaving your day to this idea of being Rachel, it'll enrich your day. Right. It's the same energy, but it's put to a different uh, use. Yes? Yes. I call it faith. I think faith is like a, one of the, uh, you know, they have those four powers. One of them's gravity. I feel faith is a huge power here. And faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. So if you look at what faith in the thoughts has done to you in this life, the anxiety that comes up by thinking you're going to be destitute next week and having faith in that, yes? That faith is what is empowering that system. The system, it's not the thought, it's the sense of it's your thought that gives it power. Yeah? Because the faith isn't coming at us. We're basically the, door, the doorway of faith here. Yeah? And that faith, you don't want it to be directed by the mental state. Because you'll, be, you'll, you'll have faith in, in, in imagined things. You'll have faith in a lot of false evidence that it's presenting every day. 
you'll believe it. Against all prior recognition, you'll keep fucking believing it. And it will keep presenting a false appearance. And because you're identified as a false appearance, you won't have the ability to see be truth and false. You won't. You'll be blind in a way. All appearing never changes the fact of what you are, but you're appearing. All this stuff can appear. Yeah? And it can easily disappear by just recognizing a simple fact you're not that. Yeah? Whatever comes after, whatever comes before the description, you're not that racial that's having those descriptions. You're not Rachel who's greedy. You're not Rachel who's not greedy. There's no Rachel. There's just greedy, not greedy. There's ideas (laughs) all day. Yeah? We become beholden to it. And once you bite the the hook with the bait, you're you're immediately a fish. and, And then immediately you're a historical fish. Yeah? And then fucking... Jesus Christ. So, yeah, come back, Rachel, if you like. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was so helpful. This will soak in. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. And we had like 10 people come in at 8 o'clock, so I think that there's still the time change uh, thing. So any of you that just came in want to ask a question? They missed the secret handshake. We revealed it. Too bad. <laughs> well, it's on the recording, so. <laughs> they can't come on. Michael? Oh, Gary just raised his hand. Hi, Gary. Gary. Hi, Mike. Hi, Paul. Gary. Hey. I just wanted to share, well, I'm grateful for what you're doing here, you know, because uh, I tend to forget as get involved in life things and I, and I, something else was going to happen tonight, but it turned out that I was able to come and I appreciate just the reminder of something I already know, but but it's so good to hear it again. It's so good. It just, it, it comes home. And um, I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. I just, um, it's, it's like that. I don't know what they call it. The pearl of great price or the, in the Bible, they sold everything and went to buy that. It's like a, that pearl of great price. So, you know, it, it, it isn't anything that I can point to, but, um, it makes a difference for everything else. So anyway, I'm just, I'm rambling about my gratitude there. So the, the other thing I wanted to just mention is the other morning I was just sitting and I was a pre, it came to me, this is not my understanding. It came to me that your, your, your emphasis on the, this mental process is not real. This, that 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 was like what was unlocking the mechanism because um you know before that i was always like trying to manage things subtly if i could just 
fix my understanding, everything would like line up, you know, but it never quite works. So the other morning I was, it was coming through me that it's not real. That's, that's what the freedom is, is that it was never real, that the thing that I think is real that I'm trying to manage, it, it, it's like one of those movies where the, the people just sort of turn to dust. They just, they, they, or you, you can see right through it again. It's like, wow, that, that, that's freedom because I, I, I hear myself using your words. It's like it, it never was real. It, it was an assumption that, that I enforced or reinforced and, yes. um, and it's, but it's not true. So it, it was, it was sort of like the mist rising in the morning and everything just coming off, uh, without any effort. It's, and yes. it, there's nothing to do about that, but there's something very beautiful about, you know, of course, then part of me wants to go and recapture that insight and, and you know, yeah, yeah, into something that I can have and save. But of course, it's not like that. But there's something very still, there's something very beautiful about that knowing that it. It's not, it's like, I, I can't quite put a word on it, but the experience that it's not real, that this thing I've been considering real and managing and doing so much about, that the, that the key to its, the key to, out of the prison is seeing, knowing it, it, it isn't. It's nothing to work on or fight about or get out of, or it's just not even real. So. You know, I say that, and sometimes I'm I'm in the middle of a wrestling match with unreality. But but the other morning, I, I really, you know, I was presented with this picture, if you will, of it. It's not real, and nothing to grab onto or do anything about. But uh. I'm grateful. It, 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 it's a beautiful thing. And, I, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to go around in circles about that same thing. But uh, I, I appreciate it that you, you know, you keep sharing that message. And given, and, and now the message is sharing me or something. It's coming through here. So I appreciate, appreciate your, um, steadfastness or the message yeah. is steadfastness thank you gary but you know what happens let's use the word real but what allows you to see the unreal is real mm. yeah mm. Mm. so i must be standing in reality to see the unreal exactly, exactly. you see the reality, we are reality, and so reality can see the unreal. The unreal can't see the unreal, but reality can see the unreal. 
It's sort of like we use the old uh, story about the little camera, like the little cardboard camera you used to get at a pharmacy. It'd have like 12 pictures in it, and it had a little plastic lens, and then you'd bring it to the pharmacy. They'd throw the box out, but you'd get the pictures, yeah? So yeah. obviously the quality wasn't the greatest, and you really couldn't even see through the, the viewer you just pointed and hoped that you'd capture what you were looking at. Yeah, it was a pretty lousy quality, <laughs> but it was cheap, whatever. So let's say there's that beautiful super camera with a mobile tripod that's roaming around and it sees this little cardboard camera and this beautiful fucking pattern, you know, per, uh, panoramic vision HD looks through the, uh, the the little cardboard camera and suddenly in the act of looking through the camera it takes itself to be the camera it's looking through so it now takes the cam the brownie camera or the cardboard camera to be what it is and by that identification it seemingly forgets its nature yeah? So here it is. Now everything is noticed and seen as the cardboard camera. Yes? Then it makes total sense the rationalization for the lousy pictures and blaming, you know, someone else for the quality. <laughs> and, shit like that. Yeah? and so what happens is you're confronted with this and so you from there you would go out and you buy incredible Nikon lenses for 10,000 bucks yeah but you stick it on the plastic lens yeah so no matter how great the Nikon lens is it gets overridden by the prior lens which is the the plastic one so it doesn't matter how good the glasses you put on yeah the glasses you're wearing previously are going to fuck the quality. Yes? Yes. Yes. What happens is someone walks by and sees this going on and says to the big camera, hey, bro, what are you doing looking through that cardboard camera? Suddenly, the big camera gets the message. Yeah. Now, does it have to get like an operation to detach it from the cardboard? No. All it needed was the possibility it's not the cardboard camera. That's all it needed. Yeah? Because it was trying to become a better camera as the cardboard camera while it already was a, is a better camera. So it recognizes it's not the cardboard and it just moves back. And now it sees the cardboard camera taking pictures, but they're not your pictures anymore. You're this incredible panoramic 360 degrees vision camera. Yes? That's the message. That's the whole point. Yeah? What we are is, there's a statement in The Course in Miracles. It says, it's beautiful. It says, uh, firm in faith in being something else. Yeah? Firm in faith in being something else, we deny what we are. Now, no one that walks into this Zoom would be saying, hey, I'm denying what I am right now. No, but you may be firm in faith in what you're not. Yeah, there may be a, a state of being firm in faith in what you're not. And conversely, that's the act of denial of what you are. What? 
So the point is, is not to keep trying to look or find what you are from what you're not, is to see what you're not from what you are. The, the message is there to be had. It can get sucked into what you're not, or it can get through what you're not to what you are. It's the same message, yeah? But it's how it's heard is what makes it what it is, yeah? When what you are hears it, something happens. When what you're not hears it, it, it neuters it. It makes it something else to fit the system that heard it, yes? So now a lot of non-duality... There is no path of non-duality. There is no, it's not like 2021, what's new in non-duality? There's nothing new. It's a fact. No matter how things change, this does not change. It is what it is, what it is, what it is. Yes? It's always available at all times, no matter where you think you are, because you are of it. You're not going to it. You're not trying to arrive there. You are it. Just like that statement we used to use, you know, the old, I read it on a yoga studio I was speaking at, and it's, it's translated in a lot of ways, but it's this old mantra, gone, gone, gone to the other shore, upon arriving on having never left. Yeah? Exactly. There's Paul, all the while, He's thinking he's going to the other shore. When he arrives at the shore, it tells him, on having never left, it's always been this way. Yeah? So what real is, is real and what ain't, ain't. Yeah? But what ain't can appear to be real to reality. If reality is in the act of being identified as what it's not, a lot of shit's going to appear real to it. Yeah? So, yeah, thank you, man. And thanks for me, Gary. We've been brothers here for almost a year. And we definitely relate to each other. It's been a year, a year of Zooms. Almost, yeah. The year of Zoom. But that thing is like, you know, because I met you like about four years ago, and it's just amazing how it's both fresh and familiar at the same time. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Yeah, I, I kind of, it kind of makes me feel like I missed out on nine months of this. But um, um, I've, I've been seeing really clearly, you know, the selfing. You know, and, and I've been seeing what a big effort it is and, you know, what a fool's errand it is because it's like it just never makes something that's not real, real. But it doesn't stop happening anyway. No. And, um, and, you know, I really appreciated the way, you, you know, you describe seeing what isn't from what is. Because it's it's so clear to me now, you know, um, trying to see what is from what isn't doesn't work, and no. um, so that that's that's also very clear now. 
Um, see, but, that, but let me jump in. Yep. That's how yep. it works by failing. You see? Yeah. Right. Not by actually right. failing. It's failed. That's its nature. Yeah. So it has value. You know, the dead horse val has value when you realize it's a dead horse. You'll get off it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so sorry I butt in, but I wanted to. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. But, but so I, I'd like to respond to that. But, but my dead horse just seems to keep going anyway. Exactly. You know, it's, Definitely. it's like there, there, there are moments. Because it wasn't when, your oh, dead horse, you see. Right. It's just a mechanical activity. It has a yeah. little momentum, maybe 80 years, 90 years. Hmm. But it, it does, it's not a. It doesn't have an infinite source of fuel. It's living on reflected light, so to speak. Yeah? Yeah. 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 And, and so, so you said earlier on something about, well, once, you know, and I, I don't want to get into this, well, I want to awake because now I'm not awake anymore. You know, I want to get it because I lost it because I see that that's from what I'm not as well. You know, yeah, and 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 the question the question is because earlier on you mentioned something about well, there comes a moment when you awake and you just stay you just stay that way, you know. And this is also kind of related to to you know this thing about identification and what you were talking about with the camera, you know the 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 cardboard camera. Um, and so my question is this: is is that is is that identification of what I am? Is it really what I am that's identifying, or is that just different type of selfing? It's not what you are that's identifying. It's the mental state that's identifying. But uh, some energy goes along with that. Yeah, that light that provides light to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in other words, and the audience is sort of believing the presentation in a way. Yeah. So the audience is making the movie, in a sense. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully, and what continues the movie in a way is the presentation that with that which is being viewed as you yeah this is the cherishing of self it's it's got it's almost like an, a mental addiction yeah and yet something is lending light to it in a way until it doesn't yeah and the difference isn't that the mechanicalness of the selfing stops, there's just uh, something that's truly established is now known to be established. Yeah. Yeah. So the moving, see, that which is coming and going and shifting all day, there's there's been an underlying foundation that's now noticed. Yeah. Something solid and assuring. Yes. Something that doesn't come and doesn't go, that doesn't leave and has to arrive back. 
It just is, yeah? No matter what else is going on or not going on. And that lends itself to uh, uh, just a very, very deep relaxation, yeah? Better than 50 Thai massages, you know? I don't think you could produce this. Uh, yeah. It's like faith in something worthy of faith, you know? There's no there you and there's no there's no thing doing it. It's just uh, almost like a force of mind uh, circulating in the force of mind, yeah. I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> a lot of the partitions and the separation that time seems to afford us, you know, of having this experience and then that experience and this happened, that happened. All of that gets very blurry and uh, undefined, yeah? And you just, uh, it's almost as if uh, you're like in a mural and you're also watching and seeing the mural, yeah? It's a trip. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't really, because it's, the only way you can describe it here is like traveling lighter in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because see you wanting to change your position is the position you're stuck in. Right. When something, when that stops and something actually is, is allowed to move, it's mind boggling where the, where the cart trying to be the horse is given up then it, it's, it's seen the horse has always been before the car. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because there's a lot of belief that we can disqualify ourselves. You know, I can do something that would kick me out of heaven. I can do something that will bring me close to heaven. There's always a lot of relevance going to this imaginary idea of Paul Either, either I'm going to get the message or I'm going to obscure it. <laughs> I get it. It's either, you know what I mean? I, and uh, that's why it gets withdrawn. Yeah? In other words, the moon proclaiming that it's the source of light uh, is revealed to be just a reflection of light. Yes? When the sun becomes mm -hmm. obvious. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Mm. So, yeah. I know I have faith in this message. I do. Uh, because I've been witnessing myself. I've gone to more Paul Hedeman meetings than anyone else. <laughs> I've been at every Paul Hedeman meeting. I have. I mean, <laughs> I've heard the message thousands of times. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> for me, it's more the feeling of like a water coming through. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm open to new answers, but I, you know, this is the last answer in this, so far in this event. And uh, the last answer, uh, taking away the need for any other answers, 
especially about this topic, is an amazing fucking answer. I had never run into a last answer in this life. I never did. Everything, even in spirituality, there was still a another level or more or deeper or something, you know, always on and on and on, Christian soldier, you know, marching on. This thing just put an end to a lot of shit. Yeah. And I'm open for it to be rebuked, but nothing's happened for like years. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to call it the last answer right now, which is a damn good fucking answer. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, I, when it I, I absolutely know that to be true. And, and they're just like, for me, they're just like bits and pieces that are just still not completely clear. But I absolutely know what you say is true. That yeah, there is nothing and, and that stuff will come. Yeah. Ah, See, ah, yeah. all the joy of becoming more clear is part of the dreaming. Because, uh, you know, just like there's... Uh, there's not more seeing, but they're seeing more, yeah? But there's not more seeing, but they're seeing more in this dreaming, which is cool, yeah? So something does deepen. Something that you thought was a really cool idea really went to ground and started growing shit, yeah? And you're like the little flower bed. And then you watch shit come up and you're... uh because you have an observing quality as the action figure. You can observe stuff. And, and there's an ability to reflect on stuff. And you've reckoned, and it's so clear that really you had absolutely nothing to do with it. It's untouchable by the mental state. The mental state doesn't have a, a long enough arm to get before it and try to claim it. It's so beautiful. So it's a very humbling... Uh, uh, humbling balance to the action figure you're in a state of realizing that something like we say in recovery is doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves yeah yeah and who who keeps everyone's always looking to get out of self we don't stop to question are we in self first of all that's the key because the thing is, you're not going to get out of an imaginary place. So you better see if it's real or not, really. Because you, <laughs> you can't escape from an imaginary place. You can't, yeah? Nor can something that's unreal transcend an unreal place. It's just, it's just all in the system. It doesn't go anywhere, yeah? So... There is no self anywhere else. The idea of being you only arrives and appears in this system of self-centeredness. <laughs> it's not like a universal fucking vanguard. It's just, it's a little streaming of dreaming where it's uh, the self is pronounced to a fucking absurd extreme, really. <laughs> it is, you know, really. So, Paul, um, wouldn't a puppy thanks, be a Paul. more effective messenger of your message? Eh? Wouldn't a puppy be a more effective messenger? <laughs> yeah, if you could hear it from it. Yeah. Yes. If you could hear it from it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
when I first, when I was, uh, you know, it was started to dawn on me, something was happening through me. That yeah, was, uh, of course, one of the first reactions of the, of the mental idea of Paul is, I got to get better to be more fitting for this thing to come through. <laughs> so I better start practicing more spiritual shit and then I got a very clear direction knock it off don't read scriptures read like Yankee blogs New York Yankee blogs <laughs> go to thrift stores not temples and shit like that so it likes to keep me as <laughs> The Urban Renewal Project was canceled years ago. <laughs> there's gonna, there's no new additions, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. But it hasn't put you in diapers yet. No, no. Well, you don't know what I'm wearing now. <laughs> you have no idea. Amelia and I are talking about it by chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the diapers are on the way, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, the whole point is we attempt to emphasize it. I think most of you understand that the message, you know, not the messenger, yeah. I wouldn't listen to Paul as far as I can throw Paul, really. <laughs> but I do have a lot of faith what can come through Paul, for sure. It's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, t I think in two days or what, the 21st, I'll have 33 years of sobriety, the third, 21st of March. Now, I was struck sober on a day that if you ask me, I had absolutely zero interest of ever getting sober. Yeah. Yet, I got struck sober, and that night I was introduced to a way of life called recovery to stay sober. Yeah? Now, that miracle on March 21st, 1988, could have been forgotten on March 22nd, 1988. Unless it, but it, it met its match, which was a way of life that allowed that sobriety to extend for 33 years. Totally mind-boggling. If I ever needed a demonstration in this life, I got that demonstration. Because the most influential activity in me since I was about 11 or 12 was active addiction concerning narcotics, really. And... Uh, I would match my devotion to cocaine with any spiritual devotee in the annals of spiritual history. Hanuman, the monkey, I'd be right up there. I lived for it. I gave everything away to it. It gave me very little back. I didn't give a shit. Shooting and living cocaine is fucking 90% hell and a few minutes of uh, a heavenly rush. Uh, I would take anything from you to give it. I did it, you know. 
I shot coke to a point where I wanted to get out of self so badly, I actually did orchestrated overdoses with the hopes that just before the physical body went out, I'd be free from self. It was worth it. It was worth it. And I put my money where my mouth was. I fucking was will, you know, let's go. I just can't take this anymore, you know. And what I realized in hindsight is you can't transcend an imaginary place. I had a desire to get out of here, and it was a fucking strong desire. And uh, that desire, because of a misdirection, was destined to fail because I could not get out of self as self because I'm not one. It's just that fucking simple. Yeah? Now, those experiences have lent themselves well in the non-duality because I've seen, when I heard the statement of you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, you can't use light to seek light. You can't use mind to seek mind. It showed me in a flash that that's what this theme of Paul's life was since I've been six years old. That's exactly what was happening. I didn't know what I was, and I was using it to get out of an imaginary place. All the while being the place I wanted to arrive at. What an incredible joke in a way. <laughs> Thank God I I survived as an action figure to laugh at it. Yeah. And if anyone here is not in recovery or is in recovery, one thing I hope for you is to be done before you're done, you know? Because we're all going to be done. We're all going to die, but I'd love to see you done with addiction before you're done so that you could have a joy of another life, so to speak. Yeah. So and what non-duality does, it illuminates the other life that has been made available. It has illuminated it beautifully, unbelievably. Incredible. To the point, I've never had a strong feeling or an urge or a thought about using or drinking, which I was completely occupied by for years. I'm not fighting anything. I'm not resisting it. It's as if it doesn't exist. That's a fucking pretty good solution. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then non-duality is such an unbelievable solution that it's not necessary. As soon as you see the problem, there's no need for a solution. When you're looking from the problem, you need a solution. But the solution is there is no problem. So therefore, there's no need for a solution. Hallelujah. You can't be more efficient than that. That's the most, that's the lightest way of traveling. Yeah. You don't need a little pocket for the solution. You don't forget the solution. There's no need for a solution. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. All right. I think that's it then, eh? Or any questions? Uh, there's no other hands. I wasn't sure. Nick, were you trying to... Ask something. I had to mute you because your video was popping in and out. 
Oh, I was just going to say, you know, the puppy comment, just that your laughter is just as infectious as your message. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> important to recognize, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. That's been uh, one of the gifts, laughter. I think it's uh, the whole reveal has been hilarious in a lot of ways. It just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's say good night, I think, for everybody. I'm so happy I could meet Jet, Nick and Chad and, and anyone else who is new tonight. And uh, I thought it was another lovely lady lady there. Oh, we had Rachel and a nice to see Deborah M and everyone. So let me say goodbye to everybody. Mike, thank you. Julie never got back to me today, so I'll see what happens tomorrow. We'll get to the root of it. Elliot, nice to see you again, Elliot. Yeah. Chad, nice to meet you, my friend. Yeah. John K., as always. Brandon, one of our music makers of Zen Bitch Slap. We got Linda. She's the she's love potion number nine, Linda. Yes. We got Gary. Gary is uh he came out of a corner. Now he look he lives very large. There he is. Mary G. Yes, doesn't know how much of service she is. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike. We got uh, we got Nick. Yes, nice to meet you, Nick. Thanks for coming. Uh, Deborah Mar uh, Martin, nice to meet you, Deborah. Yes, pleasure. Thanks for coming, guys. JP in Vietnam, fantastic to see you. I'm hoping to get back to Chiang Mai maybe one day. Chiang Mai, Thailand. I'll let you know through the Zoom if it ever happens. I spent a lot of years over there. So, all right, we got, oh, there's Kerry. Kerry, Kerry, Kerry. Thank you, Paul, Paul, Paul. That's awesome. <laughs> My pleasure. Oh, and Stefan on having never left. Stefan, uh, oh. Stefan uh, channeled the, the sublime very beautifully, yes. <laughs> Judith. Always. I'm happy uh, you resurfaced uh, to that which can be perceived. Yes. Love you, <laughs> All right. We got Kaiser. Kaiser, as always. Thank you, man. Kaiser's been with us for a while. He goes to recovery, everything. He sticks with us thick or thin. Thank you. All right, Rachel. Take care of yourself. And remember the recovery rule 62. Don't take yourself so seriously. All right, David W. Nice to see you, David. Yep. We got, uh, oh, there, Suzanne, uh, my Course in Miracle Endeavor Academy cohort. Very nice. Robert French, he's the, he's the heavyweight from New Zealand. Always a pleasure. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Yep. Uh, I've been in recovery for 55 years. I'm an upholsterer. 55 years? I'm an upholsterer. I recover things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> Sander, 
Always. Nice to see you, honey. You know, you and Brahmi keep this whole Zen bitch slap floating. Yeah? Yeah. We got the Ganges and Arunchala. Good, powerful vortexes. We got Zlatko, my main man, down at the lagoon. Nice to see you, Z. Maybe I'll be coming over tomorrow. Yeah? I usually try to escape when the kids show up. So, all right, we have Vlad. Vlad in Siberia, Living Lodge. Vlad, I know I'm going to meet you again this life. So, yeah, we don't, have, don't worry about that. We got Clifford from Chiang Mai. First person I'm going to see when I get there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you don't have sound again, Clifford. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be able to talk when we're live. Oh, we got George from The Void. Yes. There he is. The Void looks a little lighter today. Okay, good. We're <laughs> getting closer to the event horizon. Be careful. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, be careful. So. <laughs> you don't want to fall back here. You want to stay in the void. Okay, good. All right, good. Bernard, nice. always nice to see you. Thank you. We got the man from Long Island. He's now in Long Island City. He took a vacation from us, but he's back. Nice to see you. Yes. Long Island. Darling, Goofy. I, I miss the old sesame and uh, poppy bagels. The bagels best bagels in the world. Chocolate. They don't make bagels here in 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 uh, California. Well, it's the water, I think. Yeah. I'll ship you some water. Yeah. Well, they have clean water. They need that <laughs> polluted water in the pipes of New York. We got Tyler. Nice to see you again, Tyler. Yes. We got, uh, let's see, we got them. We got someone running in a car. It's Brahmi. Brahmi's driving in some kind of, uh, I don't know, rickshaw or something. I'm in a, I'm in a Jeep. We're going up. Uh, we're about 12 hours up into the Himalayas. So we're going for a little mountain day trip. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Try to take some pictures so he can send it to us. Yeah? Sure will. Sure that will. That would be great. We try, we're, we're living vicariously through you and stuff, you and Sanda. So we get a little bit of, we get a taste of India. So you got a, you got a job. I'll be your news reporter. Huh? <laughs> I needed one. And you know who's next <laughs> to you in the, in the square is Hari. Uh, say that again. Hari, H-A-R-I. Hari's at the next Zoom, the next square. Achoo. Uh, Hari Priya. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. That's cool. Oh, wonderful. We were just chatting about the momos I had for dinner. See, that's divine choreography. You see, you two were put together. That's cool. I like that. All right, we got, let me see, someone else. Hey, Hari, nice to see you. I ate all that uh, honey mama a while ago. Delicious. Addic addiction Rehab Toronto. Wow. That tells a whole life story. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, Toronto. <laughs> I got to change my name. I got to change my name. <laughs> yes. Nice to, nice to meet you, Paul. What's your name? 
My name is Eric. Oh, Eric, nice to meet you, my friend. Nice to meet you. I've, I've been tapped into a lot of your uh, videos for the past couple of years, just kind of oh, studi studying a little bit of your teachings. But uh, yeah, I've been clean for about 10 years. And I was just trying to figure out how I can get in touch with you through email or something. And I came across this link and I'm zoomed in and I'm speaking to you. So here I am. Fantastic. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we have uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, we have recovery Zooms too. Every oh, Tuesday, Thursday, and uh, it's 1030 California time. That'd be like 130 Toronto time. I just looked at the thing. It said March seventeenth. I didn't. I'm, I'm I'm on Eastern time, right? So I just clicked on the link, and it said the meeting starting. So that's pretty oh, great. Cool. Yeah. So we have all the we have all the talks on the website. So that's amazing. Yeah, I own a treatment center out here. So and and a couple okay. sober houses. So oh, great I, in Toronto. Yeah, yeah in oh, Toronto. Great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I just love your talks, man. I just finished listening to one of them and. Very, very insightful just to look at things differently, you know, from a whole different yeah. approach. Well, when we go back to Toronto, we'll come to the rehab. I would love that, Paul. Like, um, I, yeah. mean, I, I sent I sent an email off a couple of years ago. I don't know if you got it, but I wanted to touch base with you. But uh, I'm really grateful right now that this just happened. So, Well, send it again. But when we go back to Toronto or we can do a Zoom for your rehab if you want. For sure. I would love that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Get in touch with us. Go through Zen Bitch Slap or Mike, the guy who's running this, will give you my information. Get in yeah. touch. We'll do a Zoom for your rehab. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to know about all the meetings that you're running through Zoom and stuff like that and what, what you know, the topics are, what your teachings. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, Amazing. it's all Tuesday, Thursdays are all recovery. So cool. That's right. awesome. Nice Thank you. You, you yeah. as well. Yes. We got David W. again, or is this the first time I've seen you tonight? It's the second round. round we two. got Tommy, we got Amy. Uh, and Oh, wait a minute. All right, that's that. Well, listen, thank you, folks. And uh, again, all the information of the talks is under events on zenbitchslap.com. And uh, I do a non-duality one the third Tuesday of the month at nine in the morning, which I forgot yesterday, but I do it. Uh, so that's once a month and, uh, and we'll be at the recovery tomorrow, 1030. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. And uh, I'll see you.